Love Madden, the podcast, is now the self-love podcast with Madden Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels. Consider this show a guide on your personal self-love journey, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Join us each week for a dose of good, healing girl talk at the intersection of spirituality and science. Make yourself comfortable and pull up a seat. There's always room at our table. Welcome in. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Happy holidays. <laughs> you sound like Oprah. <laughs> you see her favorite things list? It's out. I saw that it's out, and I'm claiming and believing that next year, yeah. I'm going to be on that list. Let's put it out in the atmosphere. Yes. Love Goods Co. is going to be on the list because on we list. are your source for holiday and year-round meaningful gift giving. Love it. <laughs> now we're on the topic of gift giving. Right. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Absolutely. This is uh, This letter of the week is G, and we're going to be talking about gifts. But before we do, it's time to love it or leave it. Not that I haven't already done my shameless plug, but I have a love it for the week. (laughs) And my love it is Love Goods Co. Not just because I am the owner, um, but because I'm really proud of what we've put together. If you yes. haven't already checked out the website, it's lovegoodsco.com. And we have beautiful and meaningful gifts for all of life's occasions. Well, many of life's occasions, because you know, people always have recommendations. I've already got recommendations for things that we could include for milestones. Oh, well, and pe- people, <laughs> people is my mom. She's oh. like, you need a um a get well soon. Oh, um, that's yeah, okay. I was like, okay, in these COVID times. I was like, all right, noted. I mean, just in the regular times, mom. Right. She was like, Can you make me a custom box? I was like, I don't really do custom orders. She was like, For your mother, you would <laughs> find something for mom. So <laughs> I did. Um, but it's not just her. People have had lots of really great feedback, which I am thankful for. So I'm jotting down all sorts of ideas. But um, we have a limited edition mm-hmm. holiday box. Yeah. And today, that box is on discount for an early Black Friday holiday sale starting today. So make sure you go to lovegoodscode.com and you will see that the holiday box is featured um, they are limited edition, so snag them quick, but this is the lowest price that they're going to be of the season. So this is the cheapest you can get it for before Christmas. Dang. I got to go check my coins. Check the coins. You don't the need coins. that many coins. Nice and affordable because we know that people have so much yeah. holiday to do. We made the um, the Christmas box a mini box. Oh. So it has um, just our top five best-selling uh, gift items in the box. Most of our boxes have between seven to nine products. And so um, oh. the base price is around 100 bucks. But these ones, the base price is only $75. And then they're discounted on top of that. So you want to get while the getting is good. I definitely want to get while the getting is good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Y'all better get while the getting is good. Yes. I mean, and a, okay. no promo code required for this one. Oh, yeah. So it's automatically you'll see the sale in your um in your, your cart. cart. But if you subscribe for the email, you will get a promo code. And guess what? It can be doubled. 
Oh, I was about to ask that. Can you I can stack can I- it? You can stack it. <laughs> but that promo code is only a one time. So if you've already used it, you can't. But if you haven't um, used your introductory promo code, then you can stack it. Yeah. Hmm. I know. It's giving generous, but. <laughs> Y'all better generous and write it on, right on that. <laughs> Bye, <By> too. <laughs> uh, all right. What you loving or leaving this week? Uh, you know, I struggle with these a lot. I'm just being honest. So I have two things. I'm going to say one leaving. It's kind of mean. So, um, but that's just who I am at times. No, I'm not a mean person. But anyway, if do, I'm, if you all watch Ready to Love, uh-huh. this is like, you know, it, it's been off for a little bit. But uh-huh. I love the show. I love the kind of drama of it all, all those things. But what I was really not loving this season, and I want people to leave, are bad wigs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this the one young lady I want to say Kayla. Kayla. Oh my goodness. I'm like, girl. Your hair, your natural hair, and honestly, I feel like people wear the wigs because they think looks it looks better than their hair. Mm-mm. But I'm sure y'all natural hair cannot look as crazy as these Mm-mm. wigs. People the on the reunion shows, I mean it wasn't just her, but mm-hmm. mainly in the show and on the reunion, her hair just looks bad. Mm. And I just I just want people to look in the mirror. And if you can't look in the mirror, I want your friends Somebody. to be able to tap you on the shoulder and be like, baby. That's not it. <laughs> That's not it. That's not it. So I do love the show. Positive. Mm-hmm. I want y'all to work on y'all bad wigs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and the and, wi- and the wigs are not just on the show. I mean, these wigs are in the world. I need everyone well, to. <laughs> yes, so I, I was using the show as a soft <laughs> entry into everybody. Check your wigs. Now, I'm gonna just be honest. I don't really wear wigs mm. like that, so I don't know. But I just want y'all to be out here looking better, better than you look. And I, y'all, I'm really not a mean person, but it's just really for everybody's benefit. If I these, mean, yeah. If these bad wigs go away. Yeah. And I know good wigs are expensive, but there's got to be a middle of the road. There's got to be like you, you just said. Just wear your regular you hair. Like, yeah. Don't don't spare us. That's my, <laughs> that seems to be my new word. New, yeah. <laughs> spare me. Hmm. But okay, and then, then this is what I'm I'm loving as well. This is more in a line with what we do on this show. Mm-hmm. I have been making these apple cider margaritas, mm. and they are so tasty. So oh, I oh the one you did it. at the event we the, yeah oh, yeah that was good with the little smoky cinnamon yeah mm-hmm. so you all I have a video that I'll post so that you all can kind of see what it's doing and what it's giving. But it's like holiday fall in a glass. It is. And I was skeptical about it being a margarita because I didn't never heard of like tequila going with fall flavors. It feels more summery, but mm-hmm. one thing blacks are going to do is drink that Casamigos year round. <laughs> Facts. Okay. But I did not use Casamigos. I did okay. use Lobos, okay. which is LeBron's brand. So. Lobos. Okay, Bronnie. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you're right. Black people are going to drink tequila at every turn. Yeah, they done threw a Patron to it. The, they're like, Patron is trash. Now we on the Casamigos. 
Until the next thing hit. Until the next thing. I mean, no, I was about to say something inappropriate, <laughs> so I'm going to stop. And then the ones who want to be the trend centers are like, Casamigos is trash. Y'all don't know nothing about real tequila. Like, you a whole Mexican. <laughs> Do they only make um, tequila in Mexico? I believe that... Mm, I was just talking about this yesterday. Tequila is only supposed Random. to be... Right. We were talking about Mezcal. Oh. Tequila is only supposed to be in Mexico. And I read that, like, mezcal is definitely only made in Mexico. Oh, okay. And all mezcal is tequila, but all tequila isn't mezcal or something like that because of the yeah, origin the of where it's oh, from. Okay. Oh, the, where it's from. Okay. Yeah, it's like cognac. Like, cognac mm. is made in the from the cognac region mm. or, you know, if it's champagne, it's from champagne. Otherwise, yeah. it's sparkling wine. There's some kind of parameters around Mexico and Mezcal. You're me, <laughs> I don't drink tequila, so I don't really know. Mm. But I did like your drink. I did drink that. Yeah, exactly. I had two of them. You've evolved. Now you don't drink tequila. <laughs> I do drink apple cider. Good old ladies. They act like they just got so, they've evolved so much. Oh, I don't drink tequila no more. You was lapping that little margarita up. <laughs> I was. And I was shoving those tequilas down your throat at our joint birthday party when you turned 29. That was a, that was really. Actually, I'm going to see if I can find a picture. I don't We've talked about this story online, and I do have a picture like that print. You know, now people don't print pictures out anymore, hardly. I do have a printed picture of Maddie like forcing this drink down my throat. And so I'm going to try to find it. It's like, it's your birthday. You were it's like, pretty indicative of her personality. <laughs> you were like, no, really, I'm done. I was like, no, just giving bully. Anyway. Oh, how far we've come. No, I'm ready to go to the work, go to the throne of the Lord. <laughs> You're ready to evolve. You're ready to go from those things of the past to where you are in the present. It's giving woman evolve. I, I love it, sis. <laughs> and now it's time to set the table. Ooh, child. As you guys know, the word of the week is gift. We are on the letter G. Um, if this is your first time listening, then I want to um, invite you to visit lovemadden.com um, and go to the blog so you can read the weekly word. Also, go back and check out all of the previous podcast episodes of this season because we dive in with more conversation. But there's sort of a devotional online that you can read and follow, um, and it has some practical actions that we can take as a result. So I'm going to read to you a snippet of that by sharing the blog post that was um, shared around gifts. Gift giving is an act of love, a thoughtful expression that makes people feel cared for, encouraged, and seen. And while the act of gift giving is primarily intended to bring happiness to the recipients, witnessing a gift that we've given being appreciated often feels just as gratifying to us as the giver. On the other hand, when a gift isn't valued, it can be disappointing. Despite our best efforts to be selfless givers, the idea that someone doesn't want or use something that we've selected and given to them can offend us, insult us, and sometimes even hurt us. Why is it then that even with the knowledge that every good and perfect gift is from God, we often waste the precious gifts that we've received from him? 
In his letter to the Corinthians, the Apostle Paul outlines some of the varied spiritual gifts that the Spirit has given to individual believers so that we might use them to benefit the common good. Gifts like counseling, teaching, leading by faith, healing, performing miracles, prophesying the future, discerning, and communicating with people of all backgrounds. Consider now whether you have a spiritual gift that you aren't using. Reflect on what might be keeping you from using it. Whatever your reason, it pales in comparison to the risk of offending, insulting, or even hurting a Heavenly Father who loves us so much as to gift us. And with that being said, let's dig in. <laughs> Yummy. Maddie, you've just given us, again, a beautiful passage mm-hmm. from the weekly word. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to share with us in terms of what does a gift mean to you? Yeah, it's something you just got it. It's not something that you necessarily need to. <clears throat> there are things that we can learn, trades and skills that we can sharpen, but sometimes we just have talents. We have natural abilities. We have natural inclinations. Those are our gifts. So it's not just something that you're good at, but it's something that you're good at without really having to try. Now, you mm-hmm. could always you know, do more and get better and, and hone your skills around your gift, but it's something you just have. Yeah. Either you got it or you don't. Or you don't. And when you try to operate in somebody else's gift, Mm. it can show. So just stick to the gifts that were given to you. (laughs) Yeah, do you, boo-boo. We said that on another episode, (laughs) like, a long time ago. But it's It's true. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. Um, You know, thinking about gifts that... um, reside within us and mm-hmm. gifts that we give others is mm-hmm. really an ex- expression of love. It's mm-hmm. also, um, you know, we're, we're giving, you're giving, you need to be giving or we mm-hmm. should be giving are the gifts that God has given us to the world. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, it's an act of, of giving. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, whether that's, you're giving a birthday gift, or whether you're showing up in your career or mm-hmm. your other professional life using your gifts, actually also in the community, because there are multiple ways that people can use their gifts. So you don't necessarily have to, it doesn't have to be, you know, your your job or mm-hmm. your, your mm-hmm. career. You know, you can use your gifts in your uh, community your work. And, your family, yeah. your church community. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I think a lot of times people kind of get, stuck on the fact that your gifts are like these hardcore skills that you have to use, you know, in your kind of day-to-day professional life. But that's no. true. And sometimes sometimes we can operate in our gifts in our professional life when we're doing things outside of like what's on our position description. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like when you work in the office and there are those people who just um like make the office beautiful by adding in, you know, decorations, but they might not be the office manager or Mm. the person who always is like the person who helps coordinate the baby showers or Mm -hmm. who does things that might not necessarily be in their job description. Yes. Um, You know, or they bring snacks or treats or have a coffee maker in their office that's open to people, just, you know, hospitality, Hospitality, um, people who might help with, um, 
when there are disputes or communication issues, there might be, you know, office workers who, so sometimes there are things that we can do in the professional space that are outside of um, what's on our PD, but it's just how we're naturally gifted. We might show up like that in the marketplace. And PD, family. for those who don't know, is position description. Position description. I was like, in the PD, okay. but I, I mean, I got it quick, but I just wanted to make sure everybody. I know, I went real HR on you. You did. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who's a fellow supervisor would understand writing the position descriptions. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you gonna come do something? You, yeah, you gonna come do something? So yeah, there's all kinds of ways that we can operate in our gifts. And it, like I said, you don't have to try; it just comes to you. You just gravitate. That's You're true. like, why am I planning this thing again for my family? Why am on this? Why am I on this family reunion committee again? Why am I standing up in front of these people speaking? Because that's your gift. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for the gifts. Yes. Sometimes the gifts. You got to have boundaries around the gifts, too, because... See episode two. Yes, the people <laughs> The people will wear you out. Oh, they will wear you thin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What role has your gifts played in your mm-hmm. personal journey to healing? Um, I often talk about healing through hospitality. Mm-hmm. So I think a way that I've been gifted is to serve others, mm-hmm. um, just to you know, cook and have people over and mm-hmm. cultivate conversation and community amongst people. And in the seasons where I needed it the most, mm-hmm. that hospitality that I was showing to others ended up being a healing space for me. Yes. It ended up being my therapy. It ended up being a healing bomb. It ended up being a circle of love. Mm -hmm. Um, So by operating in my gifts, I created a safe space for myself, Mm -hmm. Um, even though that wasn't necessarily my intention at the the onset. I was Mm -hmm. just doing what I do. Um, And it ended up being one of the, you know, biggest propellers in my healing through a season that was, you know, one of the most challenging that I faced. Yeah, no, I I totally agree with that. Because for me, Operating in some of the the gifts that I know I am, you know, God has blessed me with, for example, planning parties, Mm -hmm. planning conferences, Mm -hmm. planning just experiences really for people to um, enjoy and learn from and all of those things, whether that's professionally or personally, those creating those experiences for others has also helped me. heal myself. So mm-hmm. even something like this podcast, right? I am mm-hmm. using a gift that God has given me, which is just my voice mm-hmm. and my story. Mm-hmm. Um, but oftentimes I come on here or, or as I'm preparing for the episode, I get healed from, mm. you know, or or healing begins to to happen or I go deeper in, in my healing journey. And so it, yeah. I mm-hmm. I just am grateful that I'm able to create those the environment like you said um for others and for myself to um to learn and to grow and to share and to love and to do all those things. Yeah, that's the thing that's unique about gifts versus some of the other practices because they're intended for others but they also bless us. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we had a friend um who recently lost a parent mm-hmm. and we wanted to show her love and support. And it's one of those ways where you kind of don't know how to show up, but you want to be there and be present. And we put together um, 
like an intimate brunch for her. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. We know how to set a scene and make something beautiful and um, just come together and speak life and serve. And it's not like a traditional thing that someone would think to do. But when we operated in our gifts, it ended up being something that was so um, um, comforting to her. Yeah. And the group of us who put it together, we each operated in our gifts. Mm -hmm. So there were some, just like we hear about in the Bible and the body of Christ and what Paul was talking about, there were some who cooked. We were getting it catered. And mm -hmm. one of our good friends insisted, like, well, I got to cook something. I got to bring right. something because that's mm -hmm. her gift. That's, that's how she gift. expresses yeah. her love. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I was looking for some table settings and decor and Tanil had already gone to the store and like said, oh, well, let me, show me what you're mm -hmm. thinking. And I was like, well, what about this? And she had like put something together and did florals and all of this beautiful stuff. Um, I got together with the rest of the group to decide on how we could give her a physical gift and right. created a gift basket for her. Mm -hmm. So even in us coming together to put this event together, we all ended up being able to serve someone else through our gifts. And she right. was just surrounded by love in a way that felt so genuine mm -hmm. and authentic because she was able to receive from each of her friends operating in their best and highest purpose in our zone. In, in our zone. And that's it. It's like, I mean, we just, we said it earlier, but it's like operate in your gifts, stay mm -hmm. in your lane. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when the magic happens. Yeah. And, and not one is any less than, you know, others. Mm -hmm. Like we have one of our other friends, she's always, you know, m keeping things light and making it goofy. Mm -hmm. So her gift was coming in and breaking up some of the, um, Heaviness, Heaviness. You know, yeah. just, just bringing her energy. Hey, y'all, you know, just bringing her goofy energy into this space and her silliness and, and her joy and her laughter. So right. um, I'm sure if she was like on flowers, like, yeah, she could have done it, mm -hmm. you know, and it would have looked nice. It would have looked beautiful. Mm -hmm. But when we stick to our gifts, I feel like that's when it's felt it's most authentic. And I think that's when it's it's not as draining for us. Right. It feels good when you're operating in your gift. Like, sure, it's work to set a table or to cook a meal or to put together a, um, a gift basket. But when that's the way that you've been gifted, it right. feels you get pleasure out of doing out of it doing for it. someone else and seeing the final outcome. So stay in your lane. I think that's the message. All right. Um, do you have any advice or key takeaways for someone who struggles with operating in their gifts? Yes. I think the takeaway is around clarity because mm -hmm. if you're truly operating in your gift, you wouldn't be struggling. Mm -hmm. So when you're feeling a rub or feeling a struggle or feeling stressful, reevaluate. Is this something that you're telling yourself you're gifted in? Are you mm -hmm. running from the actual mm -hmm. gift or calling that's on you because this gift looks more appealing? You know, everybody, um, I feel like these days wants to be in this like influencer blogger space uh, or v vlog video vlogger or show host or podcaster. You know, if you're not gifted in speaking or writing or communication, even though it looks like, wow, look at how this person is being a blessing to others. I should have a podcast too. That thing is going to stress you out. And if you're struggling mm -hmm. to do it, Maybe it's not necessarily something that's for you. Maybe right. you communicate with others in a different way. Maybe it's artistic, you know, maybe it yeah. is um, written, but maybe it's not necessarily like verbal. Maybe it's mm -hmm. whatever, dance, whatever it might be. Um, so I think the, the, the main takeaway would be around gaining clarity 
and trying stuff. But Mm -hmm. a lot of those gifts that we have, you'll see them early on. So ask your family, Mm -hmm. people who knew you as a child, oh, she's always been doing X or she's Mm -hmm. always gravitated towards X. And sometimes over time, people tell us, oh, you should do this. You should major in that. This will make you money. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. And we stray away from the things that we were really gifted with early on. So gain clarity. And the first place to start to gaining clarity is to thinking back before you were sort of influenced by the outside world Mm -hmm. to what you've been good at and what's brought you joy and then just practice it. And don't get caught up. This is something you mentioned on the last episode Mm -hmm. about like status and ego. Mm -hmm. So often we feel like our gifts have to be um, on front street Mm -hmm. and, you know, we have to get the ultimate glory from, Mm -hmm. from them. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is okay to, some people's gifts are like, Working in the background mm-hmm. and making all of the things come together so that what's shown in the front, you know, is an amazing product or an amazing experience or whatever it is. So don't get so caught up because I think uh, in this Instagram culture that we live in, mm-hmm. everybody feels like their gift needs to be on front street all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. There is value in the background. That's true. We always shout him out, but our sound engineer, he's the third, you know, leg of the tripod and he is not someone that y'all see or hear from, Mm -hmm. Um, but he makes this happen and Tennille's podcast happen and some other podcasts that I love and listen to. So, you know, he's operating in, in his gifts and still bringing something to the world without being on front street. I also think in addition to not being on front street is also in line with the ego piece is, um, not always doing it for the applause. applause. So even if you are on the front end of things, not being so concerned with, and we're in such a data-driven world, so it's hard to say, you know, we're checking insights and stuff on social, but the number of followers or the reach or, you know, this thing that I'm doing, is just, it's only reaching my family. It's not reaching the masses or the world, but the thing that you're doing that's reaching your family could have the impact to create, legacy to change generations or could encourage, you know, a a young person in your family to go out and do something that could then reverberate to something even larger. So I think when we look at our impact and, you know, number of followers or our reach or, oh, I just have a little this or a small that, like don't downplay what you, what you have. If you're operating in your, in your gifts, you're doing your piece. There are When you look at the body of Christ and then when you look at the physical body, we have all these little things on our body that are just important. You know, we think, oh, well, you know, I want to be the beating heart or the brain or whatever, but we need our fingernails. We need our toes for stability. We need all of these things work together. Mm -hmm. And that's how our gifts work in the body of Christ. You know, we don't always need to be the head. There are so many different members of the body who are just as valuable to the overall optimal function of the body and of the common good. So I think it's important not to downplay what you do or who you reach because you're a part of something bigger than you. Yeah. And like you said, you never know what impact the five people or the 5,000 or the 5 million people um, that you touch will have. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's more, it's less about the quality mm-hmm. and not the quantity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, if there is one way that you can apply using your gifts, 
in your own life in the very near future. How are you going to do that? I'm doing it, child. I'm doing. I'm using I'm all. I'm using all the gifts. Okay, I'm trying to figure out which of, which of these areas could I probably pull back in a little bit. But mm. the writing, the podcasting, mm. um, the sharing with my community online and in the mm. newsletter, um, using the things that God has sort of put into me and getting them out of me and putting mm. them into the world, um, helping to make that effortless for others by, you know, putting together the gift boxes and the practice cards around self-love. I really feel like I am truly in a space where I am operating in my gifts through my work and my vocation. Um, And also in the home, just Mm -hmm. being in a space where I'm able to show up as my best self for me. And Mm -hmm. as a result of kind of Practicing what I preach, to be mm-hmm, cliche, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. has allowed me to show up as my best self for my family and my mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it's helped me, you know, doing the taking the time to use my gifts and hospitality to heal myself and be healed mm-hmm. have now given me enough overflow out of that to help be healing to others mm-hmm. who are going through something that maybe I had gone through, mm-hmm. you know, three, four, five, six years ago. I can mm-hmm. now show up and share it and package it in a way that it's now beneficial. So it's not just the work that I'm doing in business, but also the work that I've done in my own life that's now showing up as a light for others. I love that. Yeah. What would you say? How am I going to operate in my gifts in the very near future? Um, No, I think one of the things that it goes back to the whole faith episode Mm -hmm. um, that we just had is that I I want to... um, magnify or um, walk further in my gifts. Mm -hmm. So kind of in my day-to-day work, like professionally, Mm -hmm. I do operate in many of my gifts, but Mm -hmm. I do think that there is an opportunity for me to find um, other opportunities that will allow me to use more Mm -hmm. of my gifts Mm -hmm. um, and to be fed in a way that will just make me a overall, you know, I don't want to say more happy, but will make me feel more purposeful in what it is that I'm doing. Fulfillment. Fulfilled. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. it. That's what I was looking for. Um, So just looking for those ways that I can um, further amplify my gifts and and taking, um, you know, opportunities to, to do that. Nice. I love that. All right. Anything else you want to share with the people as it relates to gifts? Um, I think we talked a little bit about um, how we're practicing it, but I also wanted to talk about um, my sort of next step, I guess, in my application, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which for me is getting something published. Mm. I think that's my next step with my gifts. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I'm operating in them in many ways. You're doing it. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing that I think that I want to do next. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think I have taken the time to think through what my gifts are, mm-hmm. how I can use them. Mm-hmm. Um, stepped out on some things that I right. thought maybe were some gifts and had to do some changing, Pull evolving, back. pulling back, mm-hmm. rehoning, mm-hmm. refiguring it out. Um, so that's my next step in the journey. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what I would share with the listener sort of in closing is that even when we do have the clarity on our gifts, it's a journey to know how to express them. How to express, yeah. And it evolves with the season that we're in. It mm-hmm. also evolves with, with the, you know, the needs of the world around us. There are different mm-hmm. ways to express and package those gifts. Yeah. You know, it might be the same gift at the core, but how you use it and how you show up show in up. different scenarios or situations may be different. So right now I feel like that's what I'm being called to use my gift toward getting something Published. published. So that's, yeah, it's where, where I think I want to go next. Do you have any sort of close, closing thoughts? I know you already talked about how you want to apply it, but anything else? So I did, I wanted to shift us a little bit from the um, internal gifts that we have to give to the world to something a little bit more tangible. So we talked about earlier, we're in the holiday season and I will tell you all, do not go out of your way or overextend yourself giving gifts to others. That's true. Yeah. So um, I just, you know, in the holiday season, it mm-hmm. is so easy for us to um, to overextend. Yeah. And um, as Maddie said earlier, go back to episode two boundaries. Mm-hmm. If you need to figure out how to place some of those around your gift giving in the holiday season. And yeah. gifts, you know, of course, everybody loves like a tangible gift. But I was thinking about doing like this um, not challenge, but mm-hmm. maybe it is a challenge. Like mm-hmm. what's the most intentional, purposeful gift I can give to others that's $20 or less? That's what I was going to say. When you talk about overextending yourself, it's not just in sort of the physical of overextending with the cooking and the shopping and the, even the ordering. It's a work to sit online and order stuff and think it through. Um, but also financially. I think this is a time of year where people go into debt and overextend themselves in ways that they can't afford for things that people may not even find meaningful or intentional. It's just That's giving something it. for the sake of giving it. So I love that you said a meaningful gift within mm-hmm. a budget as well. And because yeah, stop giving me things. I mean, I'm not saying me in general, right. but I am kind of saying this like that, you know, that, that, that are just collector's Some, items. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm with you. Cause you know, I'm good on, downsizing and you know you only yeah. need but so many mugs in your cabinet you only yes. need but so so it's certain items I also like things that people can consume like consume yeah um I like you know chocolates or candles yeah. or things like that that I can actually use and consume yeah um, instead of just sitting on your sitting there you know. and then knowing your audience like if this isn't something that the person is going to use or that they already have an abundance for you don't have to give a gift out of obligation yeah just send a card yeah or, or spend some time or yeah spend some time you know People love time yeah in lieu of in lieu of a gift i want to just see if we can have a, a a coffee date yeah yeah go find that hot chocolate out there and have a good conversation. All right, that's all I got. So let's move into our closing prayer. Praise the Lord. Our passage for the week is James 1:17. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father who created the heavenly lights, who does not change like the shifting shadows. And here's our prayer for the week. God, thank you for your Holy Spirit who is at work in our lives. Thank you for the variety of gifts that we have been blessed with. Thank you for the opportunity to serve you through these gifts. Thank you for using ordinary people to carry out your extraordinary work. 
And thank you for helping us all to benefit from one another. Help me to identify the gifts that have been imparted on me by your spirit. Allow me to use my spiritual gifts for the common good and for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And our practice is this. This week, I will make a list of my natural inclinations and talents and identify which of those may be spiritual gifts. I will commit to exploring how to better use my gifts for the common good. Just make a list. Make a list. What are you good at? Check it twice. I'm going to find out who's been naughty or nice. <laughs> We're almost there, guys. <laughs> almost. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast with Madden Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels. Like what you've heard? Show us some love and follow or subscribe, then leave a five-star rating and review. For more resources, including show notes, and to keep the conversation going, head over to lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. L-O-V-E-M-A-A-D-E-M.